This week on Medical Minefield, Paul Shearman of Better Health on Junior Gym Sessions. It's not so much about the health benefits at that stage, you know, it's very much about that look and feel to it. And I think our job is to really sort of balance that. And secondary school teacher Sally, who thinks that gym culture might not be the best thing for teens. It feels much more about looking good and what they're going to look like in their Instagram pictures or TikTok or whatever they're using. Welcome to Medical Minefield, the podcast where we talk about the ethical dilemmas at the heart of the health stories that matter the most. I'm Barney Kalman. And I'm Eve Simmons. And we are health journalists, which means we spend our lives asking tough questions to top experts so you don't have to. This week we're asking, should we be worried about the rise in tween gym bunnies? As ever, we'd like to know what you think. So if you have a suggestion or a question for us, tweet us at MedMinefield. So Eve, this was a story that you came to us with a couple of weeks ago. You felt like your gym had been invaded. It has been overtaken with people much younger than children, me. Children. I don't like it. Invaded by children. Invaded by children, yes. But and this is something that I've noticed, and I've actually mentioned this at home. Why are so many children in the gym now? You know, I go to the gym like most middle-aged people desperately trying to do a bit of activity at the end of a completely sedentary day. Mm. And I'm often confronted, and it's really only been in the last, I'd say, six months or so, mm. with... I, I can't tell how old they are because they all seem like small children to me, but I believe that they, because they're unsupervised, they must be over the age of 16. Is that is that the rule? Well, no. So interestingly, when I used to go to the gym a few years ago, you'd be used to seeing sort of, I don't know, 17, 18 year olds, maybe 16 year olds walking around looking, you know, like they were interested in, in in changing the way that they looked mainly. That was the impression I got anyway. So I was kind of used to that. But what seems to have happened now is they've got younger and younger. Yeah, I've, I've seen the same thing. They, it does seem to be an, a new, younger wave of, of gym user. Absolutely. And their focus seems to be on building muscle, whereas before it was kind of, here I am on the cross trainer or kind of walking. I used to see a lot of sort of 16, 17 year olds walking up a hill. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it doesn't really require much work and you can just stand mm. there and chat to your friend on the next machine. Yeah, I mean, the the mostly it's boys that, that I've seen in packs at my gym mm. and they're all on the weightlifting yeah. machines or, or in groups encouraging each other to do chest presses yeah. and bodybuilder exercises. This is what really. I've noticed more recently. I did a bit of digging and I realised, well, when I say digging, I went onto the website of my gym because I was like, what's going on here? And I found that there's something called Junior Gym, mm. which has popped up over the last couple of years. Yeah, and, and I noticed that my gym's doing this as well since you All of it. the big major gym brands in the UK seem to be doing some, some sort of Junior Gym, whether it's an allocated time slot. So they say it's usually after school hours. You can come in for a couple of hours and they say that there's, you're supervised by a personal trainer yeah. or some gyms run actual classes for kids and and do kind of competitions and that kind of thing well the, the boys at my gym they all clearly want to get buff yeah same same here and and they're also I think it's spindly kind of, and tiny and it just makes me sad i do think it's a little bit weird that the i was saying to you earlier today i think the first time i went to a gym i was probably about 20 
and yeah i mean i suppose it was about image rather than getting fit at that age you don't really care about fitness or health or anything not. like that but you go to the gym and and lift heavy metal things in order to you know be more buff but then to do that to you know for, for this to be fast forwarded you know to the age of 12 that's too young surely why aren't they out playing hopscotch? <laughs> do you know how old you sound? <laughs> they should be out with a wooden stick and a ball. That's what they did in my day. But when did you first go to the gym? I was 16, so Whoa. I was actually a bit younger. Yeah. But it's interesting that you were older because I'm a girl. And I wonder if, because there was a group of girls that I was friends with. And I remember we all got this membership. I think I went for like a week at a female only gym up the road from my school mm. and a few of us went maybe like a handful of times but we basically like walked on the machines next to each other and talked for an hour and then came home um, but so you weren't doing any kind of no, serious no but it was it was obviously aesthetic i mean i wouldn't have gone to the gym for any other reason than to change the way that my body was because I wasn't interested in health, as you say, in, at the age of 16. That wasn't Yeah, really you have no concept, that... do you? No, no. I just thought if this is going to make boys want to kiss me, then that's what I have to do. Okay, so, you know, aside from your observation about that they, these children should be running in the fields. But, you know, okay, so the counter argument is otherwise they'd be sat in their bedrooms, mm, you know. Playing computer games. You blah. know, doing some kind of crypto something fortnight. <clears throat> or scrolling on TikTok. Well, exactly, which warps the mind. Yeah, I mean, fitness professionals who I've spoken to about this absolutely say much better that our young people are doing something to engage in encouraging a healthy lifestyle than sitting at home, mm. I don't know, picking their nose or whatever else children do. But is it that's your thing? Is this healthy lifestyle? Or is it actually something that you've warned about multiple times, that it's it's a toxic gym culture, body-conscious culture that's now being transmitted to ever younger minds. What I worry is happening is that the sort of horizons of children are actually getting kind of narrower and narrower because there's so much focus on the way you look and, and all of the messages coming from every stream that they are glued to throughout the entire day are telling them that the most important thing is to make sure that they look a certain way and that pressure we know has really terrible knock-on effects for mental health and, and can for physical health if things are taken to an extreme. Go, going back to my first foray in the gym in my early 20s, it was motivated by wanting to have, you know, bigger pecs or something like that. So I got, I remember the disappointment realising that I wasn't going to look like that bloke over mm. there mm. with the big pecs. And you become very self-conscious and very self-critical in a way that you would not in any other area of life. It um, also sort of sets up this underlying message as well that if you work hard enough, you can change the way you look. Mm. If you work hard enough, you can alter your genetics and, like you said, be like the man over there on the other machine with huge muscles. Like, it's so important in all areas of life to understand that you are you and you're not another person and although you can try mm. and better yourself as much as you want you have to do that within the confines of yourself in in lots of different ways and, mm. and I, I worry that once you start thinking that you can be like another person and you should be like another person where yeah. does that sort of lead well of course the 
fitness professionals behind junior gym think that it's the most brilliant thing in the world because it's just all it's doing is encouraging kids to exercise and how can that be a bad thing you know we have one of the highest obesity rates in teenagers in the whole of Europe that's a problem that's getting worse not better and now I've got someone on the line who's going to tell us all about what's involved with junior gym it's Paul Sherman who is the co-creator of the junior gym program at Better Health Hello, Paul. Thank you so much for joining us. Could you start by telling us a little bit about Junior Gym? When did it start? What does it involve? Yeah, absolutely. So over better, we've been doing Junior Gym activities now for probably the best part of our 30 years of business. We're local leisure centres, so we're right in the communities. And I think our philosophy is really, why shouldn't we get the juniors involved in those activities? Very much, there's a lot of interest in weight training anyway. And it's for those that go on the non typical team sports way so we're trying to be sort of all, all encompassing in that and we find our numbers for that are equally as good as they are for our sort of swimming lessons and our coaching courses and everything that you sort of normally you know treat as the typical sports way. Mm. Have you more recently started introducing junior gym for younger children because I know before it was sort of 15 16 but has it got kind of 11 12 year olds go to the gym now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right with that. We've been very much looking at starting that from 11. In fact, we're even doing some sort of family circuit training classes now where the younger kids can come with parents in the sort of, you know, controlled coaching environment. And that's been a big, big growth for us, particularly coming out of COVID, I think, as well, where there's obviously been so much emphasis on sort of everyone's health and well-being. And, and so when they come to the gym, these 11, 12, 13-year-olds, what are they typically doing? Are they, are they doing weightlifting? Are the boys doing weightlifting? thing when most of them start, I think, in their mind, they start with, it's got to be weightlifting because it's got to be, you know, big muscles looking good and, and that type of thing. But really, when our guys and our team are conversing with them and having a chat, really understand what it is about, we find that we can move many of them onto the cardiovascular. So your running machines, your rowers, you know, that, that type of thing, your cross-trainers, ski machines, that type of thing, because it's more about trying to give them that balance and they really, really adapt to that. Wow, and that, and, and that seems to be quite key success for us but but yeah absolutely everyone wants to gravitate towards the bigger weights area that's quite a natural thing so their motivation is essentially to change the way that they look to begin with anyway yeah that's pretty much what we find the the, the majority coming in it's not so much about the health benefits at that stage you know generally they should be you know generally quite fit quite active anyway but it is very much about that look and feel to it and i think our job is to really sort of balance that with everything in moderation and try and talk to them about eating, you know, eating well as much as it is about what type of activities and, and very much understanding on their own physiology. Some of the kids that you would look at and think there may be a sort of slighter build are actually a lot better at the weight side of it because they're really interested in getting the technique right and that type of thing. And then it's the others where we work with to sort of guide them down the right path of, yes, let's get you to lift in, you know, 20 kilos of weight, but actually let's start you off with lifting twos and threes and let's get working on your technique, that type of thing. In terms of, of, of fitness, and you know, I mean, presumably they'll get enough cardiovascular fitness, you know, chasing each other down the street. But going to the gym is much more of a focused thing, isn't it? It is, it is more about changing your body. It's about honing in on things and, and focusing on certain aspects of your physique and performance. Do you ever think it's a bit too grown up for these, these youngsters? Not, not really. What, what, what I base that on is... is I mean, I've been working in gyms for 35 years. So I've been around the industry for, for a long time and there's customers I've known for, you know, decades that have been using our facilities. And there's people that their body shape may never actually change, but they are absolutely fit as a butcher's pencil. They are lean. They've got great sort of cardiovascular reserve. There are guys that you look at and think they're marathon runners and they're doing 
charity or they're doing 10 Ks all the time, but their body shape wouldn't lean in that way. And that's the kind of thing we look to try and do with, with the juniors as well is actually balancing out like circuit training. If it is weights, it is toning, it is giving them definition, but it's also sort of, you know, pushing the blood around, increasing the heart rate. And, and it's really sort of helping them uh, release those endorphins for them that will make them feel good about the activity. I'm a bit of a yo-yo. I can eat healthy, be playing sport, be really active. And in, and in six, seven weeks, I can you know lose the stomach and, and, and quite turn up, but I can lose it at the drop of a hat as well if I'm not doing that. And other people can be absolutely fit as anything, but their actual body shape doesn't change because it's a different metabolism. And I think it's our guys' job to understand that in these younger developing juniors and keep them on a path that really works best for them as well. So do they mention TV shows or anything or people they want to be like? Is it sort of Love Island or is it something else? Is it sports stars that they're trying to emulate? Who, you know what, who... it's everything from Ronaldo, who's able to keep playing football, you know, to a reasonable standard into his 40s, and John Cena, you know, someone that's got that classic, say, particularly where he's gone into movies and then he's got, he's, you know, he's extended his profile beyond just sports. Gone into Even me are looking at each what, other. Who, who is that? Who, 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 who said? Oh, John, John Cena. Oh, he, he was WWF pro wrestler from a few years ago. Now he, right. now he's doing. So it's not, it's not kind of. I'm gonna have to look him up. It's not kind of fitness, fitness TikTok, Instagram stars, that kind of thing. Not essentially, no. And I can't believe you don't know John Cena. I'm just having a look at him on Google, and this guy has got his muscles have muscles. Yeah. So this guy, I mean, describe what you're seeing here, Eve. <laughs> it's like one big giant muscle. <laughs> he's a modern army and, and Schwarzenegger, to be honest. He's it's like someone's. I mean, that must have taken. A... That is not a natural body, is it? No, he's showmanship. You know, that's not, that's not real sport. That's, it's, um, it's all showmanship and entertainment. These young boys, they want to look like someone who very clearly has had a lot of chemical enhancements. Yeah, I mean, you've got that and you've got, I mean, I mean, that's an easy one to pick out, particularly now where he's moved into superhero movie genre as well. So from a pop culture perspective, he's quite famous as well. It's the footballer element, which maybe creeps more to the love on. And that footballer element, you know, that is, there's actually not pound of fat on them and, and they are muscular, but it's not bulk because obviously they're looking at speed and they're looking at movement. And that's why people like you, like your Cristiano Ronaldo. But what we try and work them about is, well, what is your body shape now? And where can we get you to? But can I just, just I, I feel like we're talking about adults, but we're talking about what I consider very young children. Just been in primary school. That yeah. They've just come out, yeah, they've just come out of primary school. And like, why are they even thinking about their bodies? Yeah. Their I mean, body? they're very switched on to, whether that's through curriculum or, or, or what that is, but they're very switched on when they're coming in about the types of activity. And again, you, know, you can go on YouTube right now and you can watch someone do any sort of circuit training class. Or, you know, Joe Wicks and these sort of guys did, a huge amount of good for the nation when everyone was stuck at home. You know, it's easily accessible, that type of thing. So we're seeing as many people coming to us with that degree of knowledge in the first place, which is good, it's quite handy, but equally sometimes it's that preconception about what you can get to. That's where we have to work with people. And yes, that's very much in terms of pop culture reference, really. I have heard on the grapevine that the kind of latest trend and the thing that, that most female adolescents are more into making sure that their lower half is shaped in a particular way which they think they can achieve by doing x number of squats does that ring true that's male female split anyway we find that in our gyms i mean our gyms are pretty much 50 50 demographic anyway and that's male female general if you look at most of males you look at where most of the machines are being used it's males using upper body machines 
And even if it's cardiovascular, it's rowers where they're predominantly using you know, the arms to pull. So and the young women are doing lower, yeah, leg even the, the young junior, the juniors. Yeah, so it's thighs, glutes, buttocks, calf, that sort of thing. Even with squats, squats are given because squats is toning. But that's true of our male-female demographic anyway. There's not that much difference. It is quite interesting that the juniors coming into the gym, they kind of pick up some of those those habits as well. What I mean, that's what I was going to ask you. Why would a 12 or 13-year-old girl want to be focused on how her bottom looks? Sometimes it's observed and sometimes it's what her friends are doing. And, and sometimes it is fair to say that it is something that you get portrayed on social media. You know, and it's if you're down with the kids and you of these things, you know, hashtag happy hump day, middle of the week. That's all about showing off your lower half when you're training in gyms, etc. So it's, it, it is a perceived learned thing. Does that not make you slightly uncomfortable? Well, no, because I think the way we manage these sessions, we're not letting anyone loose in the gym. Our job is to engage and interact, and I think we do it really, really well. And we've got a really good spread of staff from all ages. We take people coming right the way through with their with their first MBQs and their very first levels and their like apprenticeships in, into the gym, and then they work with guys that've been doing this for many years that was good with their anatomy and physiology as anyone is really, and that have, that have come through all different genres of training and, and, and have balanced that out with talk about nutrition, talk about the different types of activities as well. So I think we do a good job and, and we're not in it to produce, you know, we're not a, you know, to use the term in industry, we're not a grunter's gym. We don't have massive weights. You can't get old as big, huge weights. We don't even let them until they're over 18 use the heavier weights anyway. So we can't go into those areas and the gyms are structured. So those sort of rooms are out of reach for them anyway. So I think we've got a really good control on it. I think equally, if we didn't have these levels of control, they'd be off doing God knows what in other places. And then that's more of a worry for us, to be example, because that's, that's unchecked, that's unmanaged, that's unsupervised. And when those sort of things happen, I think that's, that's where the problems occur. I think we've got a really good, good handle on it. We're your local ledger centre in the heart community. Our equipment will get you fit and make you feel healthy. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. It's been fascinating talking to you. You're very welcome. I'm sorry, but there's, the, you know, I can see how it's well intentioned, but these are grown up places for people with grown up concerns, and it's like no one is really thinking about it beyond, you know, I mean, if if the if, simplest if way, if to girls are going into the gym and seeing other women behaving mm. in a certain way and thinking, I want to get a bigger bum. Even if it's innocent, someone needs to be taking that 12-year-old girl aside and saying, no, love, this is not for you. Why don't you go and run up and down? Do you know what I mean? Be a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Let kids be kids. <laughs> and I, I mean, I know that I spoke to one of the gyms that told me that they do a sort of day course for their personal trainers in childhood anatomy or whatever. But it's such a minefield at that age. You know, you're talking about not only a kid's body, but also... Yeah puberty what happens in terms of hormones but also mental health trying to foster a positive body image and what that means for them in the future how is this going to change their relationship with food this is what worries me somebody else I spoke to from one of the gyms earlier today said to me oh what's brilliant is that you know after a while they realize it's about more than just what you look like and they start to become really interested in what they're eating and they can change their diet and they get really interested in healthy eating well to me as somebody who has experienced an eating disorder and is active in the community thinking of a 12 year old child suddenly thrust into this environment where she or he is consumed with thoughts about food uh, that's such yeah a i mean the one thing that i would always 
tell people not to do is take nutrition advice off someone from a gym. And children don't need to be thinking about no, that anyway. No, they don't need to be thinking no. about and it. And it might enhance your body in some way if you, you know, mega dose on protein or obsess over your macros or all those kinds of things. But, you know, normal eating is not thinking about what you're eating. Yeah. Really. I just feel it's edging children further and further away from their childhood. Yeah. And that really worries me. It's just that point of time that you spend worrying is extending earlier and earlier. Exactly. Anyway, who's next? So now we're going to talk to a teacher who works with 14 and 15 year old pupils and has become increasingly concerned about the number of her pupils that she sees being interested in going to the gym all the time. Yes, well, now on the line, I believe we have Sally, which is not her real name, uh, but she is a teacher at an independent academy teaching children from ages 11 to 16, I believe. Thanks very much for finding time to talk to us. We're discussing today kids in the gym that running these junior gym sessions, that there are 11-year-olds going and pumping iron or doing uh, millions of squats in the case of girls in order to change their figures. And it's something that you've seen in your students and it's something that's been worrying you. Yeah, definitely. I think it seems to be creeping in and it's getting sort of more and more apparent each year, I think. And, and how have you become aware of it? Is it something that, that they talk about? Yeah, the boys particularly talk about it. It all sort of starts off with them kind of talking about how much they can bench and how much they can lift from like really young. And it's very competitive like amongst the group. And then as they get older, especially into those like sixth form years, it just becomes like their social currency and much more what they talk about all the time. What age are they when they start obsessing over how much they can bench? So the youngest I teach are about 13, 14. So that's when it starts sort of coming in. And it's a lot more casual, less obsessive, more like competitive. But then as I kind of get to know them and teach them the next year, the year after that, the year after that, and suddenly they're 19 years old and it's like their entire life. And, and do you feel that it's an unhealthy approach? Because obviously the idea of going to the gym is nominally to improve your health. But, but your, your impression is that it's, it's not a healthy pursuit. Yeah, I think when I first started teaching quite a few years ago, it felt like, you know, students were going to the gym. That felt quite normal. It was really about health at that point. They were completely sort of teetotal. I didn't get the sense at all that any of them were like smoking or drinking and they were quite open about that sort of stuff. Whereas now it feels like they are doing those things and having those kind of social lives and the gym is part of the trending thing as opposed to it being completely motivated by health. Like it feels much more about looking good. It feels much more about meeting goals that feel like they've set themselves via their online personas and yeah, just sort of what they're going to look like in their Instagram pictures or TikTok or sort of whatever they're using. Do you think this is driven mainly by social media? Yeah, I think so. It feels a little bit like where they used to care about health or they used to tell themselves it was about health. It feels like it's always been much more about their appearance and their appearance on their sort of social media accounts. And now it feels like they don't need to sort of masquerade it as a health thing and it seems they are more open about it being what they look like it being about being attractive to other people and seeing that as their like success and again like their social currency I suppose. 
Mm. It's really interesting you say that because I've written before about this kind of increasing sexualization of people who go to the gym. It's it's almost like this strange blurred lines between yeah sexual persona online and, and being interested in fitness. Do you think that that is kind of creeping younger and younger? Oh, 100%. Like non-uniform days are made up of bum sculpting leggings, you know. What, at 13 years old? Slightly older, usually. Again, I don't really have lots to do with those younger years, but, but it does still feel very much like that. And they, ha- they haven't been to the gym before coming to school. They're not like rocking up from the gym, you know, in those leggings kind of thing. You know, you talked about boys competing with one another to show how strong they are. But what's the parallel with your young female students? Um, they talk about it far less. I know lots of them do go to the gym. And, you know, for every student that talks about going to the gym in a way that can sort of concern me, there's also another student that's just like a really impressive athlete in their own right. But you say that there's an amount of body consciousness there in the way that they dress, you know, in the kind of athleisure outfits that they're in. Yeah, definitely. Just purely on appearance. I guess it's more just like conversations that sometimes they have with me and conversations they have with each other about their appearance. It's often around like the Love Island season when things like that kind of come into the sphere a little bit more prominently. They talk about that a lot more. They talk about their bodies. Are they happy with their bodies or are they not happy with their bodies? Some of them seem quite happy with their bodies, which is I suppose a good thing. It's a nice thing to see. I feel like I was saying to a colleague of mine that they, they some of them just seem a lot less self-conscious than I think we were when we were at school. But then she sort of suggested actually maybe they are far more self-conscious but really active about it, sort of active in their approach of perhaps more obsessive over it. Mm. Do you see girls or boys or both becoming quite obsessive about fitness? Yeah, there's definitely been a few situations where like groups of boys seeming like friends, I've had to sort of report it as it feels almost like peer bullying of just sort of like rinsing each other for things that they eat, knowing that they're going to go to the gym later. When you say rinsing, is that is that making fun of each other? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really old, so I yeah, sorry, take, sorry. <laughs> taking the mess out of each other for like not taking their fitness seriously. Mm. So like you ate a burger at lunch, idiot. Exactly that. Like Are you allowed to eat? Almost that? word for word. Exactly, exactly that. I thought you went to the gym so you could eat the burger. Well. <laughs> yeah, but it's think. like they've they've failed in their <laughs> mission of eating, I don't know, dust. Or yeah, whatever. they're talking about macros a lot. Whoa. About protein. It's depressing, yeah. isn't it? Well, Sally, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great to talk to you and uh, we're really grateful for you sharing all of that with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm going to rinse you later <laughs> for eating a burger. <laughs> oh, I, I tell you what, I would not want to be younger than 25. I would not want to be younger than 43. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I think for teenagers, the world is a very scary place in terms of the way that they feel about themselves. And I just really worry that there's so many things that a young person can do with their life and we're just teaching them that there is one thing that Mm. is the most important okay so so i'm gonna try and give this a positive spin to finish with good luck and (laughs) so these kids with their young minds and impressionable you know hopes of god knows what and rinsing each other for (laughs) eating a burger 
they might be motivated by uh, one thing, but they have an amazing opportunity to then be surrounded by adults who can tell them about all the other great things. And something that Paul mentioned, you know, that there are all kinds of healthy bodies, that a healthy body doesn't look one way. Mm. And these kids have an incredible opportunity to go to a gym and learn that and hopefully come into contact with responsible adults who run these programs and the gym chains that that make an awful lot of money out mm. of people with memberships and their family memberships, etc., in transmitting those messages and the fact that you can be an elite athlete and still have a bit of a tummy. I remember ages ago that Jessica Ennis got criticised on social media for not having a certain body type. And I mean, this woman, what was she doing? Was it the pentathlon or the heptathlon or something unbelievable? I think she'd also just had a kid as well and was at the Olympics and didn't have a six pack and people were critical. (laughs) But of course, there are every kinds of body that can be very, very fit. And you don't necessarily need to take a load of steroids and get muscles on your muscles in order to be attractive. It's a golden opportunity to show people positive role models. It's not about how you look, it's about your performance and how you feel and, you know, feeling fit and feeling strong and you know, feeling energised mm. and getting up in the morning. And, and that's why you should go to the gym. That's yeah. the whole point. And also caring about your fitness, I suppose, you know, we need to do stuff with our bodies mm. in order to keep them ticking over and, and stay healthy. The focus shouldn't be on the way we look. But I think that's an awful lot of pressure to put on these fitness professionals who may not... I worry that some of them may be slightly out of their depth. I mean, I got speaking to one of the trainers in my gym who was, bless her heart, lovely, sweet as pie. Right. But I didn't fully trust. I mean, for one, she was 18 herself. Okay. Said she'd been coming to the gym since she was so 13. A child, yes. basically. And she was supervising the children who were, what, three years younger than her? She didn't really... I mean, when I said, why are these kids here? She said, oh, they all want a nice ass." So... Uh, okay, so she wasn't being the positive role model that I'm hoping for. I mean, yeah, I said to her, why did God you come to the gym? It. And she said, oh, I'll be honest, I just wanted to look like what I saw on social media. Fair enough, but I just, I don't know, I have a big problem with gyms, I hate them all. Well, if there is any children listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter what you look like. It really doesn't matter what you look like. Take it from Eve. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like. (laughs) No, Eve Eve can say that because she looks amazing, but I can say it doesn't matter what you look like. Me and all my muscles. People will love you anyway. Well, you can read all about this and more in this weekend's The Mail on Sunday, which you can consume in old-fashioned newspaper format on mailplus.co.uk or on the Mail app. We'll be back with another topic on Medical Minefield next week. See you then. Goodbye.